this is Katie Gamble, and I'm here with my friend Charlie Kuhn for another episode of Clarksville's Conversation, where we bring to you people in Clarksville and share their story, their experience, so you can just get a chance to get to know them a little better. So, Charlie's going to introduce our guest today. Yeah, we, we've got a really cool guest today. Today's my first day of meeting him. Mine too. Brandon Galloway. He's uh, got a couple of titles, and we're going to talk about them. Titan Fan of the Year, NFL Fan of the Year, and had some great experiences, so... Let's get into that. Brandon, we appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate Thanks for it. coming. She, look, I, you know, I, I don't even know how to jump right into it. I don't either because, I mean, how, where do you even it's start? Just, it's just too much cool stuff. But let's go way back before that. Okay. How did you end up in Clarksville? Okay, so I came to Clarksville for work. Well, okay. actually, I came to Middle Tennessee for work. I lived in Lebanon for a little while. Uh, my first residence outside of Memphis where I grew up at was uh, Hendersonville. Yeah. So I stayed in Hendersonville, moved to Lebanon for about three years, and I bought my first house here in Clarksville. Okay. Uh, my wife is from Clarksville, or her family, um, her dad was retired military. Last place he was at was Fort County. Yeah. yeah. So he retired here uh, in Clarksville, so she's been here. I met her in Lebanon, uh, but, you know, we moved back out here together because um, we have a son, and... Uh, her parents provide free childcare. Oh, that's nice. So it's like, well, I can mm-hmm. I can make the drive to work if we can get you know. So um, uh, that whole Super Bowl run with the music yeah. center miracle, uh, that's really when I got into football, uh, and it was just the Titans. So you know, and ever since then, I have been a huge yeah. Titans fan. Or do you have season tickets since they moved to Nashville? No, no. So I have season tickets now, but I'm only going into my fourth season. As a season ticket member, yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, I, you know, I just was blessed. I was able to, you know, kind of get to a place in my career that I was able to afford, yeah, um, season tickets, and um, you know, that's kind of where I've been. So I, I was first up top in the lodge section, they call it, which is kind of the lower end of the upper deck, mm-hmm. and uh, then I went from there to the club, and I've been in the club ever since. So how? I'm going to call you a super fan. I'm sure you've been called everything. Uh-huh. So how do you even get to the status of being the Titans uh, fan of the year? How does that even work? So this year was the first year they did it. And it was an NFL, um, you know, it was an NFL thing. But then, you know, they wanted all each 32 clubs to have their own fan of the year. Okay. So um, they, you know, they sent us a, an, an, e- or, yeah, an email was saying, hey, enter to be the fan of the year. And I assumed that email went to probably everybody. Every, you know, mm-hmm. all of the Titans fans that were either season ticket orders or signed up for their little newsletters or whatever. And I was not expecting what this has become for me. So um, what I essentially thought was, you know, we were going to we'll do it, you know, tell them a little bit about yourself and kind of what you do or whatever. Why not, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, this is just another sweepstakes, you know, because a lot of times they'll do different sweepstakes that'll say, um, you know, let's do free games or free sweets or yeah. whatever, you know. So I ne- I never expect to win anything like that. So, yeah. um, you know, so I just entered in and never thought anything of it, never heard anything else about it. And I'm literally, you know, just living life. And uh, my, my, my season ticket rep calls me and says, hey, they want you to be on the Titans Blitz, which is also a normal thing for season ticket holders because they do give us like once or twice a year, mm-hmm. you get to go to the Titans Blitz and because yeah. of COVID, they were doing it virtually. So it's like, okay, fine. I'll, you know, I'll do that online. Um, so I did that and uh, she was like, well, they want you to do a, uh, like a, a trivia game. 
you know, like a pick'em type deal. And I'm like, cool, I can do that too. That's not a problem. And uh, so I get on the show, and um, I, you know, I do that, and uh, well, that's what I thought I was doing. And uh, that's when they uh, surprised me with the uh, the fan of the year announcement. Wow! And um, you know, it was it was really cool, and um, still, I, I probably still can't believe it to this yeah. day. Yeah. So, how did they choose the fan of the year? How did they choose you? So that's a good question. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly what selection process they went. I give my rep a lot of credit when it comes to that stuff. I don't know if she did it. She tells me that she didn't do much, but I just don't believe her. So mm-hmm. um, she. Make sure I was saying, you know, at the right place at the right time, because I actually had forgotten about that particular show that night. She called me like really lately. Can you jump on? And I was like, okay, yeah, I forgot. So I jump on, and uh-huh. of course they did. They surprised me with it or whatever. So I'm not sure how what they use as like the selection tools mm-hmm. or whatever. I do know this was their first year. So, um, uh, but you know, it, it has been absolutely wonderful for me, and uh, just to kind of highlight, you know, my story and my family. So, so then, then you get thirty-two fan of the years mm-hmm. from all the teams, and then what happens? So, from that thirty-two, they take it down to like the final three yeah. or three finalists, if you will. So, what they're doing, what they do with those finalists is they had some surprise. I guess each club came up with their own little surprise to let their finalists know that they were a finalist, but also let them know they were going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, oh, um, that's way cool. Yeah, yeah. So it was Kevin Byard from the Titans. Yeah. Who you know everybody knows he was the one who um, surprised me with that information that I that I was a finalist and going to the Super Bowl, and then um, gosh, they came just on a random like Wednesday, yeah, and um, you know, and then I just uh, I couldn't believe it. Still, really can't believe it, and uh, you know, I just kind of took it from there. So uh, okay, no, go ahead. No, so it's the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Then you've mm-hmm. got you and two others, and then do that. They make a big production out of naming you so they actually told me i was the winner of the whole thing prior to the super bowl okay they um brought they my my rep called me again on another surprise and she said i was going down to the stadium for a photo shoot and i was like photo shoot you know um so i'm in my mind i'm thinking they got something up they sleep i'm not even the type of person that like photo shoots yeah yeah so um you are now (laughs) yeah that's right (laughs) so um and and what was so weird about it she said well i'm gonna send a car to pick you up to bring you down to the stadium and i said you don't have to do that i know what a stadium is you know i've I've been there quite a few times and she said no 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 um and then if you want to like bring two of your friends or whatever feel free to do that so i called two of my friends and said hey I'm going down to the stadium to send the car to the house. If you want to come up here, you know. We're two friends, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are now. We're, we're a little late. Yeah. So, you know, and then we get down there and, uh, oh my gosh, it was a private tour. They took us from every suite to mm-hmm. uh, the locker rooms to uh, T-Rex room. They let me hold a sword. Um, and then we went into the locker room and did like a, a, a legit photo shoot. Um, and then they took us down to the field where on the Jumbotron in the stadium, they had, um, gosh, Taylor Warren, Mike Braver, John Robinson, uh, Amy Adams Strunk, uh, some couple of my boys that I have mentored, uh, my wife, who uh, just had some really kind of words, and it was Amy yeah. Adams Strunk who had told me that they had uh, named me the fan of the year. Yeah. And um, they actually are comp. My two tickets that I would normally pay for, they're paying for those tickets oh, that's nice. for this season. And then yeah. adding two more tickets for me to continue to bring. 
That's awesome. So my question is kind of two-pronged. Uh, what does really being NFL Fan of the Year mean? And twice, you, you mentioned earlier it's allowed you to highlight your story and something about mentoring. So can you tell me what does it mean in general, and then what has being NFL Fan of the Year been able to help you personally do? So what it, it means a lot to me just for the standpoint that um, – you know, I get to highlight the Titans fans base, okay. the Titans fan base, because uh, while we are a feisty bunch, um, you know, there are a lot of Titans fans. A lot of people that I've seen on national media, they don't even realize the Titans have a bunch of fans. Yeah. You know, we we're, we're not the we're not the sexy team. We're not this you know the the the, the pretty team on uh, you know the NFL landscape. So it was good to highlight the Titans. That was mm-hmm. that was that was one of the good things. Uh, but for what it done for me personally, uh, you know, it's, it's put me on a platform that I'm able just to speak, you know, just about good things and good people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I don't think it's been really much, anything much than that, because I'm not one that likes a lot of attention. I'm really not. Um, I like to just live my life and, you know, take care of my, my, my baby and my wife and, um, you know, just kind of keep progressing through life. And then the people that I can help, I just help them. You know, mm-hmm. and um, and that's just kind of how I live my life. So, um, other than you know, just the, the the notoriety and you know, obviously the fan base, they've really um, you know been a positive support through me uh, or for me through this whole experience. Um, you know, and obviously with the Titans, it hasn't really done much. Uh, you know, much mm-hmm. else. I, I've just enjoyed the uh, the journey and been able to kind of share my story, and uh, obviously going to the Super Bowl is very nice as well. Yeah. So you mentioned mentoring. Talk to me a little bit about that. Okay. So um, I started mentoring back when I was like 13 or 14 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I've been doing it for quite some time. I was a t-ball coach um, in Memphis at like 14. And that was the kind of thing that kind of got me away mm-hmm. from negative influences in the street and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it, and it was something that um, I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my life at that particular time, but I knew when I started working with kids, there was it was going to be something done with kids. I knew that because yeah. I loved it just that much. Like I would get up, and they didn't pay me, but I would get up like at five o'clock in the morning. At thirteen? Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I can't get up five o'clock in the morning at fifty. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would get up there. I would get up there so early in the morning and like just sweep all the stuff so the kids had what they need and. Goodness, it was mm-hmm. it was so much, and then it came. It went from like coaching, um, coaching t-ball to football, soccer, basketball, football. Uh, it went from that to um, just you know taking kids to like the movies. I had connections yeah. with the movies because that was my first real job as a professional. I went, to, I would go to the movies, we'll take them to the movies, and I tell them, look, I'll take you to the movies, but like on the flip side, you got to come to church. Yeah. So like that was my that was kind of my deal. I would I would get all these kids. I mean, it would go from like two three kids. But I'll be filling my truck up with kids, <laughs> um, taking them to the movies and taking them to church. And um, gosh, it went from the movies. Um, so it went from that. And you know, obviously, since I moved out here to uh, Middle Tennessee, um, it's I haven't done much more mentoring because my job now focuses a lot more with just children. Okay. And I try to keep, you know, my personal and my professional life completely separate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, now a lot of the kids that I work mentoring now, they're grown. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're young men now. And uh, my philosophy on mentoring is, while, you know, mentoring, you may get in a child's life when they're young, but it's really more of a lifelong relationship. So um, now the my boys are grown, you know, I, I felt comfortable, you know, I can go and kind of get my get myself to where I really wanted to be in a, you know, just in an independent sense. 
and um, and to see them grow and like now they have families of their own and stuff yeah. like that it's been really nice. I, I think it's really cool because we can all flash back to when we were younger and those coaches or those people that picked us up, you know, groups of kids and took them to the ball field or took them wherever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can I can remember four or five of those guys that did that when we didn't have a father in my home. Mm-hmm. So you've made a difference on people that you probably are not going to talk realize, to anymore. You probably don't even realize. But they may look back and say, well, I remember Mr. Brandon, mm-hmm. you know, when I was little, you know, he mm-hmm. helped me do stuff. So yeah. that's, being a positive influence is always a good thing. Yeah, yeah. And I've, I've always enjoyed it. It has kind of given me a sense of direction in my own life. And it yeah. does. And it, 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 it's funny on how kids can help you understand things that, yeah. uh, you know, you wouldn't normally understand. I, I grew up without a, without a father, without a biological father. So um, getting into it and kind of being that that you know being in that space for other mm-hmm. kids that may have, may or may not have had a, a biological father really just taught me a lot of things about sure. life you know about responsibility and things like that. So like when I was in college, you know, we would go to parties and though my kids would not be with me, I was like, I can't do that because I, I want to be a good example for my yeah. kids. You know, even when they didn't see me, and uh, I missed out on a lot of fun in uh, in yeah. college doing it that way, but. You know, it's kind of molded me into yeah. wow. Well, congratulations on being fan of the year. And, you know, who knows, uh, this experience and this exposure, there's probably some kid out there that's needed mentor, mentored now. Yeah. 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 So congratulations. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, we sure appreciate you being here. We love hearing your story. And uh, hopefully we'll, we'll see just, more of you, even though you want to be private. I just like <laughs> meeting good people, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful, Chris has been absolutely amazing. I appreciate everything, and uh, who knows, we may see each other down the road. I hope right. so. Yeah, we'll keep up the good work. Right. Thanks, Thank thanks, Brian. Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcasts, so you don't miss out on a single conversation. 